0: Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's delayed episode of Orange Juice Optional. And I'm just going to throw it out before I introduce Suzanne that it wasn't due to technology this week. So if that's what you're all thinking, you're wrong, but this is a good time to bring in Suzanne. Hey, Hey, Suzanne, how are you? Oh,
1: well, I'm hanging in there. It's been a week. It's been a week or two. Yeah. So are you the delay? I am the the delay, but I just want to put it out there first. I have to wish my daughter happy birthday. Today is her birthday.
0: I saw that. I've already sent the Facebook message. Oh, nice. Yeah. Happy birthday, Katie.
1: Yeah. She'd probably kill me if I told you this, but yeah.
0: Don't (laughs) share her age. Don't share her age. Okay.
1: Believe me, I'm not going to share her age because she did call me crying yesterday in deep despair about how old she was getting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> but I told her from her perspective, she may feel old. From my perspective, her best years are in front of her. And her best years are coming. And that's what I told her. So that's where we're how we're living. It's her best years are in front of her.
0: Right, because today is the oldest day she's ever been. And so for her it does seem Right. Old. Right but that, really in perspective it's not there's a lot of time to yeah be amazing and do yeah. amazing things she has
1: a lot of good good years ahead of her so anyway but i want today to be a very happy birthday for her but that being said i can fill you in on my covid crisis this week it's been a week and i'm
0: happy to hear about it. But I just want to say before I do, I was not throwing you under the bus for delay because you did try to record earlier in the weekend, but it was, you weren't feeling great. And so we just decided to wait. So I'm not blaming you for the delay. I just thought it was awesome that for once it wasn't technology (laughs) technology issues. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I don't want you to jinx us because we just started this recording. We could have further we could have technology issues yet but so yeah, far yeah keep right.
0: checking the timer to make sure it's yeah, taping
1: because that one week it just didn't it just didn't <laughs> which for whatever reason but anyway yeah we i went into my store last I don't know what day it was even anymore. I've lost track of days, but last week, Tuesday or Wednesday, and they met me at the door. The girls that work in my store, they met me at the door with masks on. They said, Don't come in. We have COVID in the store. (laughs) Oh no. And one of the girls' husbands had tested positive for COVID over the weekend. And so and it happened to be the one that's pregnant. And so she went home she's been kind of down for the count all week i don't think because you can't find a test to save your life in this town but then i stayed i put a mask on i stayed for a little bit in the store you know because we were trying to decide which is an issue it's like what do you do when you have COVID in your store? Do you close it down? Do you keep it open? If you've sent the COVID patients home, you know that probably someone else in the the store has been infected. So what do you do? You know, And so we had to come up with a strategy of what our plan would be. But then fast forward, I was there for, I don't know, hour, hour and a half. And fast forward to the end of the day and One of the other girls texted me and she said, I think I started this because she had been sick all weekend. She didn't work Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So it was Tuesday or Wednesday that she was in and she tested positive. She had just gotten her test back. So she said, I feel like I exposed everyone to COVID. So then at that point, I know that I had been exposed because I had been working with her. So then we closed the store for a couple of days and i immediately started feeling sick, whether it was because I had COVID or whether it was because I was worried I had COVID. And I've been down for the count ever since.
0: You have. And then you also had your husband fly in from Anchorage. And right. he had been experiencing similar symptoms oh. a while back, right? That- he's
1: still hacking and coughing. And he still has, he's more sick than I am still. And he's had this, he's been messing around with this for three years weeks now but he tested negative he had a pcr test he tested negative before he flew what else can you do
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah
1: you can there are nothing other, yeah there are other viruses out there that you can still expose people to And if you test negative, you're negative. I mean, you just got to go with that. But then the question is, if you're negative, but you've been exposed, are you exposing other people? At what point are you contagious? Nobody really knows that answer. So that was our big dilemma at the store. Okay, so we test negative, but we know we've been exposed to positive. So are we contagious or are we not? And I know they say you're supposed to isolate for five days, even if you're asymptomatic. But now they're saying If you're asymptomatic even if you test positive you can go to work that's the latest cdc recommendation which i think is stupid if you test positive and you don't have symptoms you're probably contagious but so
0: you were exposed from different avenues to something yes so your
1: covid results were i had an at-home test because as you know my son had stocked up on at-home tests like before christmas he sent a couple to the house here in Arizona he sent some to the house in Anchorage because we had exposures then so i took one of the last covid at home tests we had and it was negative so i was like okay i just don't feel good and then you're like okay i don't have rally that, or i don't have covid i'm going to rally this is all in my head i'm not really sick <laughs> and then you know that body ache and that weak need feeling when you start thinking you should feel okay, but you know you don't. And then you just go fall asleep on the sofa. You know, pretty good indication. Yeah, you have to surrender to it. Yeah, you're fighting something. And that went on for three or four days. And then finally on Sunday, and of course, you can't get a free PCR test to save your life. So I paid 250 bucks on Sunday. And I drove into Old Town Scottsdale, and I got regular PCR test, which also came back negative. So then I decided, okay, so whatever I'm dealing with is not in my imagination, but it's not COVID. So let's just figure out what's going on. It's so crazy, because I know a couple
0: weeks back probably six so Mm -hmm. a little more than a couple before the holidays rob started not feeling a good good again and he has had covid previously and he's vaccinated and Mm -hmm. boosted and everything but he started not feeling good symptoms completely mimicked covid but his covid test was negative so there is something out there that does mimic covid Right. And people are experiencing.
1: Well, and my family definitely experienced that. You know, it could just be the common cold. But everyone in my family, after I left Anchorage at Christmas, everyone except my one, my youngest son was sick, including my grandson. I mean, they all had it. And Jeff is still hacking away with it. And yeah, And then, and Jeff tested negative. So, and they all tested negative. No one tested positive, but it sure acted like COVID. So. Oh my gosh. I know. Weird, 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 weird. So anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm happy that everyone's tested negative in your family for COVID and it still sucks to have a headache and those aches. And I'm happy that you're taking the time to recover rather than just pushing
1: through. Right. Well, and at some point, you have to say, I don't have any choice. I feel like crap. And, and Saturday and Sunday, um, except for driving down to get my COVID test, I did not get off my sofa. And I probably haven't done that since I had influenza about 20 years ago, where I did not move off my sofa. And, and, I, and even if I wanted to, I couldn't have. I was just like out of it.
0: Right. And now I don't wish myself sick or anything like that. I'm not putting that out into the universe. Right, But I would love a day where I could sit on my couch and just not feel like I had to do anything or just like give into that body's urges just to relax because I'm wired too tight.
1: <laughs> well, and I and there were a couple points where I felt that way, where I felt like, okay, this is a good thing you know, maybe I'm just exhausted. Maybe I've been running myself ragged and I just need two days to just rest. But the nagging headache, yeah, the scratchy throat. It's like I I definitely was fighting a virus of some sort. And I did, however, wake up this morning without a headache for the first time in about a week and a half. Although, like I said, that headache is nagging. It's like Ready to come back into the surface at any point, but don't let it. I'm not going to. I'm I'm, I'm on top. Push of it. it back down. Yep, I'm on top of it.
0: <laughs> so when you were on the couch, did you catch up on any television shows, or just in the background had Hallmark playing? Like, what's your go-to sick oh, TV routine? Yeah,
1: my go-to sick TV routine is the the old comfort shows that. Okay, the Waltons, which is on Hallmark when they're not playing a great movie. And I watched a marathon of the Waltons on in the background, you know, I, I was doing some store work, you know, end of the year finances and things. But I had that going. And I love that show. It's such a great show. Gilmore Girls. Love Gilmore Girls. A show I never watched when it was actually on. But it's like, uh I love Gilmore Girls. And what else did I watch? And I decided this morning, I'm bummed. Had I known that season four of uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is coming out in February, I would have watched, rewatched all of the first three seasons because i love that show so that's what well, i did
0: you'll have time to do it but just not mm. time like that you'll be recovered and you can rewatch those shows and yeah it'll be great i know now speaking of tv shows have i talked to you at all about Shits
1: creek i don't know if you and i have had a conversation about it but i have watched schitt's creek as well but i don't think you and i have talked about it
0: okay I love that show. And Rob swears to me that the very first episode we watched together, I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I would never watch this. This is just the comedy. It's too out there. But I'll tell you, I love that show. And I just finished you know, the whole series and now Rob wants to watch it. So I'm rewatching it from a different vantage point and I love it.
1: I actually did not make it through the whole series. I think I watched like the first three seasons and then of course got distracted or did something and didn't ever go back to it. But I did love the first three seasons of it.
0: Yeah, and I was super surprised because when Kyle was here, we were watching it and he couldn't sit through an episode. He's like, I'm done, I'm oh. out of here. I, I can't sit through this episode. And the only other time I've heard him say that, I don't think he watches a lot of TV, but was when Mama Mia first came out oh. in video or however we used to watch it, that scene where they're on the boat and that thing is flowing off of her, the scarf. was oh, like, I'm right. done, I can't watch this movie. <laughs>
1: I'm like, what? It's the best movie ever. It is. It's my comfort movie, which I haven't watched in like five years. But Right.
0: Yeah. I guess not for a 15 or 16-year-old guy, though. No, I guess not.
1: It was my youngest yeah. son, though, that introduced us to Schitt's Creek. And I did not think I was going to like it. I really didn't. Um, he definitely has a different sense of humor in some ways than I do. He has a very dry, dry sense of humor.
0: Well, I knew I always liked Eric and his dry sense of humor because he is spot on with that show. Perfect. Yep. yep.
1: So, I just want to tell you something else about and I am going to throw you under the bus a little bit.
0: Okay, well, just don't back
1: over me. Just
0: <laughs> No. One time with no, the bus. No, I'm going to You don't have to back up and
1: forth. I'm going to take responsibility. Obviously, this is on me. But so, because Jeff wasn't feeling well because I wasn't feeling well and I wasn't sure if it was COVID, I was went and slept in the guest room and used to get the guest room bathroom which you have used many 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 times and my sister-in-law was just visiting and she used the same room many 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 times and I was just a little bit horrified because I've never used that bathroom <laughs> but I was just a little bit horrified to discover that my housekeeper that I pay really never gives that bathroom a deep clean. (laughs) And I can't believe that one of my best friends and my sister-in-law haven't come out and said, "'God, Suzanne, do something about that bathroom.'" (laughs) I didn't notice. (laughs) It is disgusting. And I was sure when I was dying of humiliation you know, on top of not feeling well, thinking, I'm sure they just didn't want to hurt my feelings. I'm sure they just didn't want to embarrass me by coming in and saying, God, Suzanne, have you cleaned that bathroom lately? <laughs> and I, I'm just putting it out there that a little embarrassment goes a long way, but I would have paid attention and I would have made sure that bathroom was spotless the next time you came to my house. But you have never said to me, Suzanne, Suzanne, the bathroom isn't clean. Okay,
0: well, uh, she, multiple things to say
1: here. Yeah, <laughs> but she she cleans- you can finish, and then I'll. <laughs> yeah, the housekeeper. I know she washes the floor. I know she wipes out the sink. But even with close inspection of the sink, it's like okay, she may wipe it out, but she doesn't deep clean it. She cleans the toilet definitely, but it's like, and the shower, it's like again, does she even wipe out the shower? I, I mean, the shower. Obviously, if she never cleaned the shower, I would be able to notice that. But she doesn't do deep cleans. And boy, I was like, okay, this is really pissing me off. So have you called her out on it yet? Have you brought it
0: to her attention?
1: No, because she hasn't been here since, but she comes this week. So yeah, I'm going to call her out on it. I'm going to say, here's what I need done. Exactly. Okay. Well, first I
0: would like to say that... It would be hard to say that to a person like, oh, your house is dirty. Like it it would be hard to say that, but I didn't notice it. (laughs) I really honestly didn't notice it. But the last time I was there, I didn't take a shower either because I got there late in the afternoon and left very early the next morning. And so I wouldn't know what the shower looked like.
1: Right, well, and yeah, good point. But I did think that you've stayed in that room, that bathroom. And maybe it's just been recently that she hasn't cleaned it. And it really is on me because I really should go into that bathroom and use it every now and then just to make sure that it everything is functioning, everything is working. Because that's the other thing. The faucet in the sink doesn't even work. It drips. And I'm like, okay. Well, I knew that, <laughs> but I thought I had told you about that. And you did tell me about that. And again, I just backburnered it, never paid attention until I actually went in there and had to use it. And I know my sister-in-law has told me about that too, because the shower kind of drips too. And I know she had told me about that and I just kind of blew it off. And I'm sure when she was here and she was using that bathroom, she was probably rolling her eyes like, has she not fixed this yet? And then she's like, this is on her. I already told her about it. But anyway, yeah, it was quite humiliating to me. Ask your sister-in-law if she thought the bathroom was dirty? Um, no, I, I didn't. And I guess that's what I should have done when she was here. I should have given her, I should have opened that door of opportunity for her to say. Is and said, clean the shower. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything okay in the bathroom? Then I would have opened that door to the conversation. She could have said, well, you could fix the the bathroom faucet in the sink. You know, you could, you could fix the drippy shower head in your bathtub. You know, she could have pointed those things out to me had I even opened the door. So from now on, lesson learned. I'm going to say when I have guests in that room, is everything okay? Do you see anything that needs fixing? <laughs> so that you have the opportunity to tell me without feeling like you're going to embarrass me huh i'm just gonna put it out there because it's yeah like, it's like kicking me when i'm down i wasn't feeling good anyway i was afraid i had covid and then i was in the bathroom you know not to mention the septic system issues we had last week it was like okay and maybe some
0: of the shower mess or the toilet mess or wherever you're finding mess had to do with the septic system maybe it backed up and pulled back down
1: maybe well, we can go with that
0: that works Yeah, because I have never noticed your house being dirty. Like, honestly, I haven't. (laughs) I wouldn't have told you if I did, but I'm telling you the truth. I haven't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is now not dirty because I did give it a deep, deep, deep cleaning. And, you know, all the cracks and crevices, you know, all of the little, all of the things. While you were sick? Yes, while I was sick. And now she can come in this week. My housekeeper can come in this week and I can tell her, give this bathroom a good cleaning, but knowing it's already clean. So she can clean out the sick germs (laughs) that I left behind.
0: Well, you're stressing me out because I'm having (laughs) company this weekend. And and (laughs) do I wanna open myself up to that? Yeah, maybe.
1: (laughs) Your house is always immaculately clean
0: not so true but i do my best but now i have those little dogs and i feel like i all i do is vacuum and wash the floors i feel like that is where my time and attention go
1: yeah well dogs do yeah yes they do okay so we can move on from that
0: moving on from yeah a messy bat. i again just putting it out there never (laughs) saw it i would have found a way to say hey but that, that would have been hard <laughs> like how do you tell somebody I, something like that
1: i know well and you know this happened to me like 15 years ago in my other house in anchorage and i and in, in my own defense i hadn't been in the house and a good friend of jeff's came to stay with us he was in anchorage on business and I had just gotten home myself so I did not I again trusted a housekeeper I had not actually gone into the room and inspected it before he came I knew it had clean sheets on the bed I knew there were clean towels and the housekeeper was supposed to clean it well it didn't after he left it didn't look like that bathroom had been cleaned in two years I mean, it was disgusting. So I called his wife, who's a really good friend of mine, and said, I am so sorry. And she said, you know, I knew it was because you were gone. So clearly he had said something to his wife. (laughs) And for a guy to notice? It was bad. It was bad. Oh, no. I know. And it was truly embarrassing. And the realization that he had had a conversation with her about it was even more humiliating. Like, okay, this is not good.
0: Yeah. No, I wouldn't have been very happy about that either. Yeah. So, Well, I'm still willing to stay at your house, so... Oh, good. If that that says something. So if you want to invite me again, I'll stay. It's when I start declining that you know there's a problem, right?
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. When you say, no, I'd rather stay at the hotel down the street. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Rob and I were
0: just at breakfast not too long ago, and... I don't usually watch daytime TV, Mm -hmm. but Price is Right was on. And so we're watching it without volume. And I was so shocked, and I shouldn't have been, by how now there's spacing the studio audience where it used to just be rows and rows of people and now they have sections of people. And it almost felt like you could make a reservation so you could get a section of four if your group had four, a section Mm. of two. And I just thought that was very interesting way to adapt to COVID regulations.
1: That is interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. And then it made me- My son was on the Price is Right.
0: That's what I was just going to say. Then it made me think about your Price is Right connection because didn't you do a version of it in Las Vegas too? And then your son was on the real Price is Right?
1: Is that how it worked? Well, yeah, I, which I can't remember. He, mu- I must have done the Vegas version, the live version first. And then he was on it a couple of years later because I remember I dragged both of my sons to the Price is Right in Vegas and they were both pretty humiliated by the fact that I was... <laughs> I was actually taking them to the Price Right until I became a contestant and until I won and I, yeah, and then they were like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool, you know. Um, and yes, I did win. I did win the showcase. And this,
0: oh, OK, so you got to spin
1: the big wheel I, and you won that and then you won the showcase. Yes. So I won getting up on stage. I did not win the pri- the game that I played, or did I win the game? I can't remember. I don't think I won the game that I played, but then you get to spin the wheel, and I won that, so I got to be in the showcase. And then I was in the showcase, and I won the showcase.
0: Very cool. And so being in Vegas, did you actually win prizes? Well,
1: I still live a prize in- package? You do win a prize package, um, but... And this is how it is on the show too. And I don't know if they do this across the board or if they do it when you live in Alaska and they don't want to ship the items to you because they offer you a cash payout instead of taking the items you won, And then they deduct the taxes immediately if they give you the cash payout. So they say, this is the value of what you won. Do you want the cash payout minus taxes or do you want, the items shipped to your home, but when you live in Alaska, I think it's cost prohibitive to ship. So they offer you that cash payout, and they did that with my son when he won on the Price Is Right on the TV version. Did he win the showcase? He did not. He didn't even okay. he didn't even win the game he played. He just got up on stage, but the. He won like a car stereo system that was worth like $1,700. So he got a check. He was in college at the time. He got a check for whatever it was, thirteen, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 because it was minus the taxes. But they gave him that option so they wouldn't have to ship it to Alaska.
0: Wow. You guys are lucky on that show. I never have luck like that.
1: I don't consider it luck. I consider it skill. I'm sorry, but I know my prices. I know my prices. (laughs) Okay,
0: that is true. I'm saying luck getting called out of the audience. Yes, when you were talking about the showcase, all I could think is that's why you own a store because you
1: know your products. Yes, that's true. And here's the thing, and I'm just speculating on this, but I think that they pre-select you based on how interesting you are as a contestant because they do give you like this mini, you have to fill out a card that tells a little bit about yourself. And my son did this as well when he went to the Prices Right. You fill out a card, you know, and you turn it in and then they come and ask you a couple of questions, which I think they must go through the cards and say, yeah, let's, let's talk to this guy and see if he likes this, you know, see if he's interesting. And then if you have something that perks their interest, that's how you get called. And when you're from Anchorage, Alaska, when your address is actually Anchorage, Alaska, that's usually a shoe in in my opinion. I don't know if that's true, but in my opinion.
0: Huh, I didn't know there were all these steps I know, along right? the way. I know, Yeah,
1: I just always thought it was super random. Yeah, I did too, but I don't think it is. I think that they pre-select you or they maybe have a pool of people they pre-select and then they draw your name out of maybe a pool. And like I said, (laughs) I don't know for sure. This is just my speculation.
0: Oh yeah, so Rob and I were watching a game this morning and this goes back to what you were saying about just having that skill or that knowledge of product because the game that this lady had to play had three objects and the first one was a viking stove Mm -hmm. the second was a tv and the third was two pieces of gym equipment and the object of the game was to pick the most expensive one of the three and she picked the gym equipment Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. just to see that word viking i would have known to go with the the stove. stove but Yeah, but if you don't, you know, spend a lot of time looking at home appliances, you might not know that. Right. So she picked the wrong thing. She picked the gym equipment, but it was in fact the Viking stove. And I just, Mm -hmm. you know, Rob and I were talking about that. And I said, well, if you don't know, you know, appliances, Mm -hmm. or you haven't spent a lot of time looking and you're young, you wouldn't know. Well, it's just a stove.
1: Yeah, so a little known fact about my family. Is that we all tru- know? Well, we truly love game shows. We have always loved game shows. My dad loved game shows. And back in the day, you know, when there were three channels and you had daytime TV, if you came home for lunch, you know, and you had to pick between a soap opera and a game show, you went with a game show. So we analyzed game shows and we played with them all the time when they're on. And my older brother, Used to teach me how to know prices. And that was one of them. Always pay attention to the brand because if they're identifying the brand, it's probably a pretty good indication that that's one of the higher priced items. Like you said, Viking stove TV. If you had said Sony TV, Viking stove, or pre-core um, or Peloton gym equipment, you know, then you're playing a more even playing field. But if one is like a high end, you know that's going to be the most expensive. The other thing you have to remember is the size and the quantity that they're telling you about. So you could be looking at a 64 ounce bag of coffee beans versus a four ounce bag of coffee pods or something. You always have to pay attention to the details when they're describing the product. (laughs) I'm just saying, Ah. I, I have this down to a science. And I win when I play, I win all the time because you pay attention to what they're telling you when they're describing what's going on. You know, and most people are so excited, they're not paying attention, they're looking at their friends in the audience, they're screaming, they're jumping up and down, and they're not paying attention to the descriptions. If you pay attention, you'll win. And I love that piece of information, because
0: I guess I never would have thought of that. And again, the volume was off. So we didn't hear them say Viking, we just saw it was a Viking. And I don't know what the TV because it was too far away. And I wasn't really paying that much attention. But Mm -hmm. I'm gonna try that
1: moving forward. I'm gonna watch these shows. Right? Well, and there are hints also by and again, my speculation, not this is not scientific. This is, but another th- hint is how it's placed on the floor. They might place when they want that seems the most obvious a little bit closer to you so that you're more likely to pick it. Or they might place, if they want you to win, they're going to place it in the middle because people are most likely to pick the second, third, or fourth spot. They won't pick the end spots like the first or the fifth spot. So if they want you to win, it'll be in the middle. If they don't want you to win, it'll be on the end.
0: Oh, very interesting. So a little <laughs> bit of foreshadowing. I guess that's yes. what they call it in movies or guess, TV yeah. shows. Yeah.
1: So if you have three objects, if that stove is sitting, like you said, the TV was back too far and- back, that would be an indication that they want you to maybe think that that TV is the most expensive because it's the furthest away from you.
0: I got it. it just a little. Huh, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to have to start watching Game Show Network <laughs> I know, now. right?
1: Oh, I love Game... Supermarket Sweep. I love that show. It's a great show. And I would I would kill it in that show. <laughs> I would kill it. I always say that. Um, Wheel of Fortune, another great game. Okay, so have you played the new... This game's all a cra- all it's called Wordle and you get one word game a day on <laughs> you go on its website and you play the game of the day and then you don't get to play it again until the next day. And it's basically you guess a word, a five letter word, and then it tells you if you if the letter is in the actual word and where it fits in the actual word, and you have five chances to guess the right word super fun game there's a game show that this game is based off of but anyway I'm killing it I I get the I get the word every single day probably within three guesses I attribute that to the years and years I've watched Wheel of Fortune and I know letter combinations and I know which letters are most popular letters and words and I'm killing it the things you don't really know about me, it's just talk about mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what we
0: were going to talk a little bit about today are those facts that blow your mind. And that's and one of them, I, isn't it? it? It truly is. I didn't know somebody could put that much thought into different I know, right? games. Right.
1: Yeah, it's not just yeah. random luck. It's not random luck. It takes a lot of thinking to, <laughs> to win a game show. Well,
0: before I move on to the piece of information I saw today that blew my mind completely, uh-huh. I just have to ask. So if you were to play that supermarket challenge uh-huh. today with inflation, do you think you'd do as well? Because now prices are going up and shifting a little bit. You think you could just keep that in perspective?
1: Well, the whole point of Supermarket Challenge, really to get to where you get to, you have like three minutes to go through the store and load up your cart. And if you're the team that has the most groceries, money-wise, you win. But the, the object of the game is really, you're answering riddles to add points or add time to your three minutes that you have. So you have an advantage okay. over the other team. So you have to know how to solve the riddles to actually get to the supermarket sweep where you sweep through the store and pick out all the most expensive things. But I, if I could get to the supermarket sweep where I picked out the most expensive things, oh yeah, I would have a strategy going in. I would know exactly what I'm going for and yeah, how to win that game. I would be really good at that. Yeah. Game.
0: Well, obviously, as you just pointed out to everybody, I don't watch that show because I thought it was something about prices. And on the Prices Right today, one of the games was there's six objects and which two costs the same amount of money. So that's yeah. what made me think about prices and mm-hmm. could you match them now as well as you could have back then? Yes, I could. Absolutely. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind. So, <laughs> yeah. well, as we all know, Betty White, recently passed Mm -hmm. and yesterday was her, would have been her 100th birthday. And so Hallmark, I think it was Hallmark, did a whole day of Betty White specials.
1: Oh, right.
0: And I didn't see them all, but I thought that was a wonderful tribute. But why I'm sharing this is because the fact that blew my mind actually has to do with Betty White and the Golden Girls.
1: Oh, I know where you're going with this. (laughs) I
0: know. Honestly, I had to go and just read the whole article, not just skim it. But you know how Sex and the City was just rebooted. I can't think of the name of it right now. But the rebooted Sex and the City, the characters of Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte Mm -hmm. are the same ages as the Golden Girls were when they moved in together.
1: When that series I know. started. I know. It is what un- the actual beep. Like <laughs> it blew my mind. I know. I know. And it actually made me feel good <laughs> because I I associate more with Sex in the City characters than I ever did with Golden Girls. And when Golden Girls was on, I was significantly younger. So my image of this age was the Golden Girls. The actual is the Sex and the City Girls now. And yeah, it blew my mind, but it made me so happy because I really felt like I fall into the Sex and the City category, not the Golden Girls category.
0: Right, and I do too. It's just that shift in perspective because as you said, when Golden Girls premiered, I was much younger. I can't remember what year they did, but (laughs) I was significantly younger. My parents were, so they were my grandparents' age, or that's what it what it felt like. And so I just assumed they were in their 60s or, 70. you know, I really mm-hmm. didn't know. I didn't pay pay attention. But how times have now changed. And right. yeah,
1: my <laughs> mind is I still know. blown. I know. That, it, my mind is blown too. But that is one of the coolest mind blowers of all time. <laughs> it's like, this makes me so happy
0: okay well does this make, make you happy so if i think back to the year i was born you know i was born in 71 so it was 50 and a half years ago if mm-hmm. you go to may of 71.
1: 50 so and a half to years go back ago, so yeah. <laughs> let it go it was 50 years ago <laughs> well it give would be
0: 51 that, now because yeah, we're in 2022.
1: give up that six months just you know wrap it
0: all into so, the same year but that's okay <laughs> if i went equal distance I'm equally distant from 1921 as I was from 2021, like either direction, they're equal distance. And I really, (laughs) that blows my mind. I am closer to, to the 1940s than I am to where we are now in life. Does that make sense? That
1: does make sense. And that's very interesting. That's a really interesting perspective. I have never thought of that.
0: I haven't either and so these are the things that keep me up at night because <laughs> where did time go? it just goes by I... so incredibly quickly
1: it really does and the older you get the more quickly it goes by correct but it's because it's yeah real, yeah and, and that's true because it's relative because when you're talking about 50 years one year is a lot shorter time period relatively speaking than say when you're five years old you know a year is a much longer portion of your life when you're five than at when five you're 50. yes so it goes by a lot quicker at 50 than it did when you were five yeah
0: that's a good point right so what do you feel better about that the sex in the city girls are your version of now for you or that you're Fifty years ago, or 50, <laughs> you know what I'm asking, right? Maybe you don't. I don't. Maybe I'm confusing myself. No, I'm just kind of saying. So I presented two things that blew my mind today. Right. And you were good with the Sex in the City girls, and that's right. how you see yourself. But are you as good with the fact, like, if you put the year you were born, uh huh, and went each direction, how far back you actually can reach in time, and how far back, like, how far ahead it blows you could, my mind. Yeah. Yeah, back and forward. That is really
1: interesting.
0: But you see the question I'm asking there, the comparison.
1: Right, right. So, but when you described it, you were talking about Betty White when she could go back. Oh, so you're saying what your age is now if you went back. But you put yourself back at 1922.
0: No, I'm just saying I was born in 1971. Right. So if I go 50 years in the future, it brings us to where we are now. Okay. But if oh. I went 50 years back, it would put me in the 1920s.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying.
0: So I'm just saying between 1921 and 1971 is the same distance as 1971 to 2021. And that just blows my mind.
1: That is interesting. I have actually never thought of that. Yeah. That's really
0: interesting. I saw it about something like if you're an 80s kid, do you know that the 80s were like 40 years
1: ago? And I'm like, holy shit, how does that happen? Yeah. And that does blow my mind. That whenever I hear that, because I always think that because that seems like yesterday, that doesn't seem like that 40 years of time has passed. Right. From the 80s to now. Whereas if you're, and I think maybe we've talked about this before, because I've I've always said that when I'm around my peers, I don't feel my age. But when I'm around someone who's 30 years younger than me, or 40 years younger than me, or like my grandson who looks at me and sees an old person, that's when it blows my mind. Because I don't feel like the old person he sees. I feel like I'm the same age as everyone else. But my two year old grandson sees me as old. Like Golden Girl, old, probably. Yeah, right. Like Golden Girl, old. (laughs) Exactly. Well, but it's true because that's how I saw the Golden Girls when I watched it when I was a teenager or young adult. That's what I watched. I watched old people. And now I'm those old people. I don't relate to the Golden Girls version of old. I relate to the Sex and City. But that being said, does my grandson look at me like Sex and the City? Or does my grandson look at me like Golden Girls? See, my grandson looks at me like a Golden Girl, whereas not as a Sex and City girl.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think so. I think he's going to see you as a really fun grandma.
1: Well, but and, that... <laughs> and they were fun grandmas too. So exactly. But I they, don't know. But they. But to us, they were old. So now, if you look at the Sex in the City women, does my two-year-old grandson look at them as old, like we look at the Golden Girls as old?
0: Yeah, that's a fascinating question. Cause... It
1: is. It's a fascinating thing to think about.
0: It's just the gift of time and perspective and again right. when Golden Girls came out you were coming out of the you know the 70s into the 80s and life right. was different then there was no technology even i don't even know if there were cell phones when they first came out well, and since no. then all of this has changed and you have more ways to get information and you know see different things and yeah the but, world has just changed i guess is but the fascinating
1: part but and that is the fascinating part, but that's not the point. The point is I see myself as a Sex in the City girl, but that's because they're my peer, but that's because they're my age. Whereas I saw the Golden Girls as much older. So let's take that back to my grandson's generation. And he's seen the Sex and the City girls as old, just like he sees me as old see what I'm saying, He ha- his, yeah, no, pers- do. his perspective is much different than mine. I'm thrilled that I'm associating myself with Sex and City Girls, but is that really a, a big deal? Because my two-year-old grandson is seeing a totally different perspective of how we look at our age. We're so right. old
0: to him. And in 30 years, it may look completely different.
1: Right. When he's looking at his peers and seeing himself at that age, you know, but then his children will see him as old.
0: Yeah. It's just so fascinating. Like it my is. mind is blown because I don't look at life like that, but seeing that comparison, mm-hmm. yeah, mind is just blown. I know. I think that's I think that's a really good observation. Yeah. So anything else that you've seen recently that's blown your mind? I have a whole list of things that I've found that are mind-blowing, but I think we're probably running out of time, and we can save those for another episode. Okay, well,
1: we can. you share a few. I don't have anything off the top of my head because I really, because my head's been in a fog for a week. So share a couple of yours. We have a little bit of time left.
0: Well, they're not really mine. I just, you know, was inspired by that comparison, and Mm -hmm. so I went to a website called mentalfloss.com and was just trying to have my memory jogged as to things that just blow my mind, and there are a couple things on here that I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, well, I'll share this one first because we are both lovers of the book, Pride and Prejudice, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay, so did you know that a sex pheromone found in male mouse urine was named Darsen for Jane Austen's Mr. Darcy?
1: Oh my God, no, I did not know that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, might make you think a little bit different. No, but Darcy had the name first, so that was (laughs) good. (laughs) And let's see. I'm just like going through here. (laughs) Oh, here's one. I find this one really fascinating because this is a place that I've wanted to go recently. I've been there before, but Mm -hmm. again, it was years ago. It was only for a night and we went to wine tastings and weren't my favorite. But anyways, there is only one McDonald's in the world that has turquoise arches. And that would be in Sedona, Arizona because they thought the yellow clashed too much with the red rocks surrounding it the natural red rocks oh
1: that's interesting next time we go to Sedona we're going to have to look for those arches you know it's interesting that you bring that up because one of the girls that worked for me was talking about the McDonald's on Pima and Pinnacle Peak and I said I didn't know there was a McDonald's on Pima And she said, yes, the one with the black arches. It's the only one in Arizona with black arches. And it's like, how do you know that? And I have never seen that McDonald's. And that's why, because the arches are black, not yellow. (laughs) But it's just weird that you just told me about, okay, so is this an Arizona thing that the arches can be any color they wanna be? (laughs) They can be black on I have no idea. I know, it's just remarkable. Do you know what year the um, Big Mac was introduced? I do not. Okay, well, the only reason I know this is because the Today Show was turning 70 this week. And one day they did a, which is older, the Today Show or the Big Mac? And it turns out that the Today Show was older. Big Mac was introduced in 1956, according to the Today Show. Oh, and wow. I know. And this was so bizarre because I think it was, maybe Hoda Coffee saying or no, I don't remember. Oh, saying the two all beef patty special sauce, lettuce cheese on a sesame seed bun. I missed the pickles part to Jenna Bush. And Jenna Bush had never heard that. And I'm like, are you that is amazing. That's mind blowing. Because that was ingrained in everyone's head in my generation, that song that to this day you can still say tell what's in a Big Mac two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles on a sesame seed bun. And she had never heard that. And what, she's like 30, 38, I think. And she had never heard it. Wow. Times
0: have changed. I I, yeah. And I loved all those jingles and stuff from the past.
1: I know. So here's what I suggest we do since we are running out of time. I suggest that one of our upcoming episodes, we do that. We pick two things and we put it out there, which is older, the Big Mac or the Today Show? Which oh. is Let's do that. Let's do a whole episode of those kind of things. I think that would be really fun.
0: That would be fun. And speaking of like older, my dad, of course, just celebrated a big milestone birthday, 75 years. Mm. So happy, happy birthday again, dad. Yep. Hope it's the best birthday year ever. But that was one of the games because I they wanted to play games. I'm like... I don't know what kind of games to play, but one of the ones I found was what is older, you know, yeah, this or that from 1946. So yes, I love the idea of that game.
1: Yeah. So let's do that. We'll come up with uh, something that's our, like, you know, the Today Show is 70 years old. So what's older, the Today Show, but we'll find our own thing, like your dad's 75. But I think we have to find something that's closer to our age, what's older, yeah,
0: so maybe we can come up with those this weekend. Yeah, let's do it. Or do we want to quiz each other because oh, I, think I probably we all have wouldn't to, do yeah. so well on that.
1: Yeah, so we have to have two different things. You have yours and I'll have mine and we'll quiz each other and see how we do.
0: Okay, I like that idea. See, the fog is clearing in your mind. You I must know. be feeling a
1: little bit better. I am feeling better. My sinuses, I need some <laughs> sinus medication, but um, I am feeling better. And yep, the fog well, is clean.
0: You know what I heard is good is vitamin C. And you know where you can find vitamin C? In the oranges
1: growing on the tree outside my window?
0: Or in the orange <laughs> juice that you've poured into
1: your champagne. <laughs> Hello, okay. Okay. what is the name <laughs> of our show? <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying that we did pick oranges off our tree and I have a bottle of orange juice. I also have a bottle of lemon juice. And I can use my fresh squeezed orange juice to pour into my champagne. And it's the first year that we actually got oranges off of our orange tree because it usually gets attacked by fruit flies. And and yet, so, yes, I will pour orange juice. I'm going to bring some to Lake Havasu when I come visit you this weekend. Oh,
0: I'm looking forward to it. I am. So orange juice that you squeeze yourself, does it have a lot of pulp? Um,
1: God, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, no, because you have the orange juice squeezer. Okay, I'm going to bring you one of those too, although you don't have any fruit trees. But it leaves the pulp in with the rind. Okay, and just for the record, I picked some of my lemons. I'm making limoncello, which I'm bringing with me to Lake Havasu. Oh, just like the eggnog that you brought Yeah, and this time I'm going to remember it. But limoncello only uses the rind of the lemon. So I have all these lemons. So I had to squeeze the lemons to get the lemon juice. And then I was wondering if they make orange, orange cello because I have orange juice and I have orange rinds, but I don't have enough oranges to do it.
0: Yeah, but why wouldn't they make it? Or you could create a new drink. Yeah, yeah, which is super exciting.
1: I know, okay, I've gone on long enough. We gotta end this, gotta wrap this up.
0: Okay, well, with all that shared then, I'm just gonna say, go pour yourself some orange juice and some champagne, Suzanne, and cheers, everyone. Cheers.